Hey everyone, Saltgrass Steakhouse is now open in Mishawaka. Wrangle up the crew and head down to Saltgrass Mishawaka for an unforgettable experience. Sink your teeth into mouth-watering char-grilled, certified Angus beef steaks. Sip on ice-cold craft cocktails. And don't forget to try the famous Spicy Range Rattlers, all made daily in the Scratch Kitchen. Start making delicious memories at Saltgrass Mishawaka, 5126 North Main Street, across from Lazy Boy Furniture Galleries. Dine with us today. Budweiser's weekday sports beat continues on your home of the Fighting Irish, Sports Radio 960 WSBT. We are streaming live at WSBTradio.com and on our free WSBT radio app. My name is Darren Pritchett. Welcome back to the show. It is 531 on this Wednesday evening. Well, what a performance by the Notre Dame lacrosse team over the weekend in first-round NCAA tournament action at Arlotta Stadium. On Saturday, they routed Utah. 20 to 7. And my guest, Pat Cavanaugh, matched Notre Dame records for points and assists in an NCAA tournament game. He had seven points, three goals, and four assists. Today, Pat was named first team All American by Inside Lacrosse. And so far this year, in 13 games, 29 goals, 43 assists, and 72 points to lead the Fighting Irish, and Notre Dame will take on Johns Hopkins in NCAA Tournament quarterfinal action in Annapolis, Maryland, Sunday at 2.30. You can watch the game and cheer on the Fighting Irish on ESPNU, and it is my pleasure to welcome Pat Cavanaugh to the program. Pat, it's Darren Pritchett, a pleasure to talk to you. How are you today? I'm doing well. How are you? I'm doing very well. Thank you very much, and Congratulations on all the success so far this year. How do you put it into words when people who vote on the best players in the country believe that you are truly one of the best and named a first-team All-American today? Yeah, it's pretty special, um, pretty cool getting the recognition. But um, honestly, it's just a lot of credit to the coaches for putting me in position to succeed, as well as my teammates for uh, – succeeding all year and um, pushing me to be to be the best teammate I can be and um, also just playing really well and cohesive the entire year so credit to my teammates and the coaches. Pat your head coach Kevin Corrigan has been doing this a long time 35 years as Notre Dame lacrosse coach offer a perspective what it's like to work with him and the knowledge that he has in the game that he brings to you guys on a daily basis. Yeah, it's been awesome. Um, he's so knowledgeable about the sport of lacrosse. It's honestly so impressive every day. I pick up some new information about the game of lacrosse. You know, you think you know everything you've been playing for so long, but Coach Corrigan truly does know. know he knows it all. He's been coaching here at the D1 level for 30-plus years. He's built this program from the ground up. So he's um, very impressive. Man, very respectable man, um, and I love playing for him. Um, I've known, yeah, I've known him for a while now. My older brother Matt was fortunate enough to play for him, so yeah, we've built a really good relationship over the the past decade or so. Pat, take us back just for a moment, a, a couple of years when you had a choice to play probably wherever you wanted in college lacrosse. What was the recruiting experience like, and what ended up being the difference? and maybe following the footsteps of a brother to come to the University of Notre Dame? Uh, yeah, I had a pr- 
pretty unique recruiting experience. I didn't, I was really, really late bloomer in high school. I didn't really mm-hmm. grow until about my senior year. So I actually didn't really have that many college offers. Really? Wow. Um, only, only, yeah. Only a few. I only visited um, three schools, including Notre Dame. But um, ultimately, I was able to do a postgraduate year of high school and catch up on, on growth and um, the physical aspects of lacrosse. So, yeah, I ended up committing to Notre Dame. I always dreamed of playing here and falling in my older brother Matt's footsteps. So, yeah, that was always the goal. And it worked out. And, yeah, it's been an awesome four years so far so i gotta ask with an older brother and then you got your younger brother chris uh, what was it like in the backyard when the kavanaugh brothers started a lacrosse game uh yeah it was awesome those are some of the best memories i have um ended up getting a little too physical <laughs> me and chris really competitive back there but yeah yeah it was awesome um some of the best memories like i said but yeah it really shaped shaped us into the players we are today um as well as people as we've always just been super competitive and not wanting to lose and always pushing each other to be to be better than one another so yeah definitely definitely really fortunate for those times he is pat cavanaugh notre dame lacrosse player first team all america the irish in the quarterfinals coming up this weekend against johns hopkins you know, Pat, last year probably did not end up the way you guys expected. How much with the way last year ended was motivation going into this upcoming season? I know you have goals and team aspirations every year, but last year, did that add a little more fuel to the fire for you and this team? Uh, yeah, definitely, especially throughout the fall and the preseason. We are really – just focus on every little detail possible, not taking anything for granted, um, being having a really clean locker room, um, not being late to anything, just all the little things weren't taking anything for granted. So, and then it carried over into the spring, just preaching a game by game mentality. We knew every single game was equally important in the games in February and May. So, um, we preached just going one and oh every week and taking it game by game. And, uh, yeah, just not leaving anything for doubt like we learned last year. Uh, so, yeah, definitely say we used it as motivation the whole year, yeah. whole summer. Uh, didn't really sit well with guys. So, yeah. Yeah, the Irish are back in the NCAA tournament looking to do a whole lot of damage, including this weekend when they take on Johns Hopkins. And, Pat, you and the team have to be so thrilled with the support you get from the Notre Dame lacrosse family and maybe just Notre Dame fans in general – Fourth in the NCAA in home attendance at 2,145. You had a big crowd for that win over Utah by a score of 20-7. to I think you guys probably might have been surprised a few weeks ago when the Notre Dame football team showed up after their spring practice cheering you guys on. What was that experience like? And then just in general, to have so many fans supporting you at Orlada Stadium. Yeah, it's been awesome. Um, we got one of the, in my opinion, the best venue in college across at Arlotta. So, yeah, um, seeing the South Bend community and the Notre Dame community come out for home games is awesome. Uh, the weather's not always great, but they they continue to support us and bring a lot of energy to the games and makes it a really great atmosphere. So, yeah, we're lucky to have some of the best fans in college across as well as playing, in my opinion, the best venue. So, yeah, it's a special atmosphere at Arlotta, and uh, we had a great time playing here this year. 
Well, Pat, I know last weekend you faced a Utah team, and I had Coach Corrigan on the program, and he mentioned Utah's style of lacrosse was a little different from what you guys normally face. So I asked him, do you have what maybe a football team would call a scout team to help put together a unit that would play like Utah. So I'm curious, how important was the scout team last week? And just how well did you guys play against this opponent that you really hadn't seen or maybe didn't know a whole lot about? Yeah, those guys were awesome last week in practice. Every single day, just going as hard as possible, um, embracing their role on the scout team and, and knowing that the work that they put in during practice, during the week, um, although it won't be seen on the field on during the game, um, it, it will ultimately help us um, end up winning the game and playing well because uh, of their preparation during the week. So, yeah, the scout team, scout team guys had a great week last week. Like Coach Corrigan said, Utah had a really unique style of play. They, they like to run and gun, um, really uh, spark up transition a lot. So, yeah, our guys were, were running running the field in practice, just pushing everything that they could in transition. So we saw it in the game on Saturday. We were really ready for it and prepared. So, yeah, all credit to those guys for getting us ready. It was awesome. Pat, I'm wondering from your perspective, what are the similarities and what are the major differences between you and Chris on the lacrosse field? Um, similar in the sense that we're really, really competitive uh, we hate losing, and we'll do anything it takes to win, including putting our bodies on the line or really, really anything. We'll sacrifice anything for the team to win. So, yeah, definitely stay competitive and just really unselfish. Um, and then differences, I don't know, in our play style, I'm, I'm definitely more of a passer, and Chris is probably the, the main goal scorer. So we're different in that sense. But, yeah, we're we're pretty similar for the most part. How much more enjoyable is this experience getting to play with your brother here at the University of Notre Dame? Yeah, it's been unbelievable having him. Uh, we've been we've been best friends for pretty much my whole life. So, um, yeah, being able to strap on the gold helmet at a, at both of our dream schools is it's unbelievable. It's surreal. Um, walking into the locker room every day and seeing your little brother. And your best friend sitting right there is really cool. And try not to take any moment for granted because mm. it goes by extremely fast. He's already a junior. It feels like he just got to campus <laughs> last year. So, yeah, he's already going to be a junior in a few months. So, yeah, just taking it day by day and not taking anything for granted, not taking any time mm. for granted with him here. Well said. Pat Cavanaugh, my guest, Notre Dame lacrosse player. The Irish getting set for the quarterfinals against John Hopkins Sunday at 2.30 on ESPNU. I'll tell our listeners, I, I mentioned to Pat before we went on the air, calling the Notre Dame hockey games how physical hockey is, but there's a lot of gear on the hockey players. I watch lacrosse games, and I'm a beginning lacrosse fan. I've gotten into it over the last couple of years. I'm amazed at the physicality, the contact you guys take, and you look at the equipment comparison between a hockey player and a cross player, you guys do not have nearly the protection. So give listeners an idea that have never played lacrosse, I mean, how physical is it and what type of bumps and bruises do you have this late in the season? Yeah, it's extremely physical. Um, these are some of the best athletes in the country. Uh, yeah, guys are... It's more 
230 pounds running at you full speed, throwing, hitting you with a metal shaft. So <laughs> you're not really wearing wearing that much equipment. You wear elbow pads, but they don't they don't really do too much, and gloves. But other than that, and of course a helmet. But other than that, you don't really have too much equipment on, and you're, you're getting slashed really hard pretty much on every play <laughs> if you play offense. So. Yeah, it's really physical, and you're definitely leaving these games with a lot of bruises and bumps. So, yeah, it's intense. Wow, it sounds like a lot of fun. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Amazing. Yeah, sure. I'm just wondering, I never played lacrosse. How difficult is it to learn the release and be an accurate shooter? Because you take a look at the goalies. I mean, they've got a lot of equipment on. It's a small debt. I'm just wondering how long does it take you to be elite in being able to put the ball right exactly where you want it? Uh, yeah, you definitely have to work on your craft. Like like being elite at anything, you got to put the time in. you got to put the effort in. So, yeah, I definitely say it takes time and just constantly working on your craft and developing your skills as much as possible. So, yeah, I'm still I'm still developing as a player as well this day so yeah I try and work on something new as much as possible I just want to ask this for people again that maybe you're picking up lacrosse or going to watch for the first time on Sunday we see face-offs in the game it's one-on-one I notice in the stats you guys are 46 percent and face-off wins the opposition is 53 percent I know coach Corrigan has mentioned that's a number he'd like to see get better what is the key is there a, a trick or something that the people that win the face-off do more than the opposition. I know in hockey, most of the time it's cheating allows you to win face-offs, but what about in lacrosse? Um, yeah, lacrosse is way different. Um, so it's two guys um, with face-off sticks, they call them. And, um, I don't know, it's pretty much whoever's quick off the, quicker off the whistle usually wins the, the clamp, they call it. Uh, just clamping the the head of the stick over the ball, and mm. then uh, the face-off guy can exit the clamp with a clean win. But um, a lot of the times, most of the time, it ends up being a ground ball scrum. So the wing play, guys coming in off the wings, is really important in the face-off game, and that's what we've been really good at all year because we haven't won many face-offs clean, um, but we've had really strong wing play and causing turnovers off of that if we do end up losing the face-off. So. Yeah, like you said, we've been facing off at under 50%, but it ends up being pretty even throughout the course of the game because of how uh, how strong our ride and and uh, wing play has been. Yeah, you guys are plus 50 in the turnover category. That's pretty doggone impressive. I just got to ask you really quick, in practice you face Liam Entman, one of the top goaltenders in the country, ACC or the uh, Conference Defensive Player of the Year. What is it like to go up against him and – I guess how much does it help him to go up against an offense in practice that's averaging almost 16 goals per game? Yeah, it's, it's tough shooting on Liam. It kind of kills your confidence, honestly. It's <laughs> so hard to score on. But I've been shooting on him for a while now. I went to the same high school as Liam, grew up together, playing hockey together, actually. So I've known Liam for a while. It's, it's fun playing with him. He's one of my best friends. and Yeah, it's tough shooting on him, though. Um, I always tell him he, he ruins my confidence all the time whenever I shoot on him. But, <laughs> yeah. He definitely makes you work on your shot a lot more. You can see what, what you could do better to beat him. But, 
Yeah, I think honestly, our scout team goes up against Liam more than I do in practice, okay. and our scout guy gives a great look each week. So, I didn't know you guys played hockey, so I got to ask this: What position did you play? And I'm assuming Liam was a goaltender. Am I wrong? Yeah, you are wrong. <laughs> Liam was a defenseman. Was he okay? No. Yeah, he was. Yeah, he's a good skater. And what position did you play? Yeah, I was a center. You're a center. Okay, gotcha. Hey, one final question for you. You got John Hopkins coming up this weekend in the NCAA tournament quarterfinals. They have a great tradition of lacrosse there. What are going to be the keys for the Fighting Irish to win this match and move on to the semifinals? Um, I think we, we don't really have to change anything up. We just got to come out. Keep doing the same things we're doing, just playing extremely hard and unselfish, moving the ball and playing great defense. And obviously Liam standing on his head like he always does. So, <laughs> yeah, just a mixture of everything that's been working throughout the year. Um, hopefully we could we could get pretty even or a little more than 50% on the faceoffs. And I think if we get around 50, then we'll be just fine. So, yeah, not really do anything crazy. Just keep it simple and play hard and trust my teammates and know that we'll get the job done. He is Pat Cavadaugh, 29 goals, 43 assists, 72 points, first team All-American, and he's going to try to lead the Fighting Irish to the semifinals again. Notre Dame, Johns Hopkins, quarterfinals, Annapolis, Maryland. You can watch the game on ESPNU Sunday at 2.30. Pat, a pleasure to talk to you. I greatly appreciate you taking some time to talk to me about this Notre Dame lacrosse team and your season, and thanks for being generous with your time for a beginner as I learn more about the game of lacrosse. So greatly appreciate it, and good luck this weekend against Johns Hopkins. No problem. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. You bet. Thank you very much. Pat Cavanaugh, my guest, the Irish and Johns Hopkins coming up Sunday, 2.30 on ESPNU. Truly one of the great college lacrosse players in the country playing right here at Notre Dame. We'll take a timeout, 548 at Sports Radio 960 WSBT. Hey everyone, Saltgrass Steakhouse is now open in Mishawaka. Wrangle up the crew and head down to Saltgrass Mishawaka for an unforgettable experience. Sink your teeth into mouth-watering char-grilled certified Angus beef steaks. Sip on ice-cold craft cocktails. And don't forget to try the famous Spicy Range Rattlers, all made daily in the Scratch Kitchen. Start making delicious memories at Saltgrass Mishawaka, 5126 North Main Street, across from Lazy Boy Furniture Galleries. Dine with us today. 